episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And welcome to the Barbie House. Hey. We're so happy to have you here Hi. at the Black Girl Brunch Barbie Playhouse. Yeah. Oh, that was so cute. Y'all like that? Mm. We're just girls, you know, in our pink world. That's it. Say that shit. Say that shit. <laughs> hey. Thinking pink. Living our perfect lives and you know, having bless. Per. Per usual. Per. Per usual. Um, yeah, as you can see, we are totally in a Barbie state of mind. Totally um, tubular. It's sublime, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that that's what we're gonna be talking about this whole show. Exactly. And there's gonna be spoilers, so if you wanna tone that back or if you want to clock out if you want to you know this is technically the movie has been on for two weeks so we don't feel bad sorry and the plan was to share last week but unfortunately <laughs> i was a little under the weather Her. so we had to reschedule so thank you all for your grace yes, we always appreciate it so much thank you all so much and we miss you. Like, don't ever think that we like to skip because I'll be, I'll be having so much on my mind. I'm like, I just want to talk to Sabria. I just want to, you know, reach. I just feel the, the brunch's presence. Like, I know y'all get me. Yeah. You know? And we want to know what y'all think. And like, I know me, I had a lot to say about the movie. And, but I'm kind of glad that we waited till this week because like seeing everybody's thoughts, seeing why people, you know, enjoyed it, seeing why people didn't enjoy it. And so like, I've come to like different conclusions. So yeah. So like, we're just ready to fucking go. Yeah. Like we let it sink in. So um, let's, without further ado, <laughs> let's just get into our phase four, which is inspired by Barbie. You know, Barbie was a part of our childhood, like big time. I feel like Barbie was at its best because marketing was at its best in the 90s like yeah. marketing was just something else yeah. so like it's you it just was different for like i think 90s and early 2000s kids so we just wanted to take it back to like our favorite fave for childhood toys yes sir sorry my watch was telling me to stand up but um so <laughs> favorite toys so Everybody knows here that I still collect dolls. Um, I don't collect Barbies as much. My thing is like Rainbow High and um, Monster High, which is owned by Mattel, which does Barbie. Um, but yeah, I still collect dolls. So like my memory is like fresh about the dolls that let me not just dolls, the toys that I like, because not only do I collect dolls, I still collect like certain toys. Um, but I'm coming in hot with this icon, this legend. Every, I feel like she was definitely a 90s, early 2000s icon. Um, Betty Spaghetti. That was my bitch. Like, I was oh, obsessed. I, I was obsessed with Betty Spaghetti. Like, I just thought she was the freaking coolest. Like, oh my God, Betty freaking Spaghetti. Let's talk about it. Like, she was so cool. Um, she kept me busy. Um, <laughs> like, there was just always things bending, snapping. 
Um, you know. <laughs> she, she was bending her ass She off. was bending her ass off, okay? And I, I used to feel like that was, that was the doll who I looked like the most when I was kidding. I'm <laughs> Being tall. Uh, yeah, definitely. Being tall and lanky. I see that. that. Was, I was really much. Let me look up Betty Spaghetti because I don't know why I'm picturing Pepper Ann right now. And Betty Spaghetti was like the only doll, like, as I've said it before, my mom was like, did not play about me having black dolls. So, like, Betty Spaghetti was, like, one of the only dolls where it was, like, of course I had the black Betty Spaghetti, but, like, um, Betty Spaghetti was, like, the only doll where my mom was, like, oh, it's okay. She's white. Oh, yeah. I do remember this. This is just, it, it, I totally remember this. And look at the black girl. I loved her. I love that she had purple braids. Right? I love, love it. Bet- Betty Spaghetti was, <gasps> was freaking awesome. Um, do you do you feel like a lot of black girls were put in purple, like their characters, like had something with purple? Yeah, I do. Which was like sometimes that annoyed, especially as a doll collector now. Sometimes because my favorite color is pink. It's and so there funny. Are purple girls and there are pink girls, and yes. like they're very different. Very different, and it's funny because my emotional support doll, the one my which is my Cynthia, um, the one that I carry to the Barbie um movie. Mm-hmm. she is wearing purple and like growing up a lot of the black dolls like you said were in purple which was like i mean pink wasn't really like i didn't say out loud that pink was my favorite color until i got a little bit older but like now being a doll collector like i mean continuing being a doll collector like get older is so annoying because i love pink and i always want and i collect black dolls so i always want the black doll like one of my favorite dolls i have now she's on my dresser i'm looking at her she has pink hair and i am upset i have two of her i have one inbox and i have one out of box and i'm so happy that she has pink hair like i cold her clothes because i'm like oh my god so rare that a black doll gets to be the pink girl yeah they never get to, that was gotta be the purple girl and like shouts <laughs> to the purple girls but like purple purple girls just have a different flavor yeah and, and like yeah I that's like so the, I, even like the yellow like you know me when i was a kid i always wanted to be the yellow ranger and then i transitioned and wanted to be the pink ranger but yeah I wanted it's to be just pink. like i wanted to be pink or yellow but never purple yeah never purple either and it's funny because claudine Everybody knows that's my favorite character, Monster High. She is purple. Like, all her stuff is purple. Yeah, um, we gotta, why do, like, for marketing purposes, why do they associate, I feel like purple is real jazzy, you know? Yeah, that's and probably And then they make is. the black girl jazzy all the time. So yeah. Because like, I, I kind of, like, because of Claudine, it, it's funny because, like, everybody would think I would like Draculaura because she's pink and black, which are, like, two of my favorite colors. Like, two colors that I wear the most. And... But it's actually Claudine because I'm privy to, like, because she's black. But I'm like, when I first got into her, like, when I was uh 17, I, it was so hard for me to be like, Ugh. I'm like, she's purple. Ah, I'm hard to think. But, um, but yeah, that's a good point, Iman. The yeah. next one is Beyond. So there was these, there's a line of Barbies called Beyond Pink. Um, I had the Teresa um so now that i'm older i realize that Teresa is the latina one but my mom will always give me Teresa or christine which were the brown and black dolls and chris Teresa was like brown skin like me so i had Teresa, and that was my favorite freaking doll um so beyond pink um i'll send you a picture of her 
was a line of dolls and they were like um, Barbie dolls and they were a band and they had this group called um, Beyond Pink and then they had a song called Think Pink which I freaking love that song it's on Spotify now and it is like the most like it's like so like girl like it's so freaking girls of the world like 90s early 2000s I love girls of the world I love that song so yeah the song is called Think Pink listen to Mm -hmm. it on Spotify y'all um but yeah that Teresa is my favorite doll and she has tinsel in her hair Mm -hmm. which I loved when I was a kid and like as I got older it's funny because as being a doll collector well I'm an inbox doll collector so it don't really matter to me but like a lot of doll collectors hate when dolls have tinsel in her hair Mm -hmm. um but I love this freaking doll and she had like all the tinsel on her hair and I know that doll hair was fucked by the time um (laughs) I was done with her um her uh her hair health yeah i definitely did not give a shit um the next one is lamb chop um i still actually have my lamb chop from when i was a kid um i loved lamb chop she was a stuffed animal i guess that still counts as a toy i was obsessed with her i let her like sleep in my bed with me i just was i love lamb chop show i don't even know now that i'm older i'm like i don't know if lamb chop was actually on when we were kids or we just was watching reruns that's what i'm saying like because i feel like lamb chop was from the 70s me too i'm like look it up now i'm really curious about that because i love i used to watch lamb chop but i'm just like it's like mr rogers it's from so long ago wait so we we didn't watch mr rogers Wait, when Mr. Rogers was on, it was reruns? So some of them were because my mom used to be like, um, oh, I used to watch this when I was a kid. So I feel like oh, like I'm some dead. Sesame Street clips were from like the 70s. Some were from recent day. I'm gagged right now. That's what I think. Wait, I think Lamb Chop was Okay, it? so Lamb Chop, I actually think we was watching it, Sabrina. So it was on from 1992 to 1997, and then from 2007 to 2009. Okay, okay, I see it. It say 1999. Okay, I see it playing along with Lamb Chop. Yeah, because I be getting confused with certain stuff sometimes, because I really be thinking that, yeah, I freaking love Lamb Chop. I thought yeah, it, I some things, like, you can never really tell the time on things. Yeah. And the thing is, I thought Lamb Chop was so cunty when I was a kid. And then, like, <laughs> and the fact so. that I wear my lashes like that now, like, full circle. I um, know. The last but not least, my, this was, oh, my God, this bitch. She was, okay, talk about mothers, talk about legends, talk about icons. Amazing Ali, okay? Amazing Ali. And, of course, y'all already know, my mom, I had the black one. Um, Amazing Ali, um, look her up. She was mother, okay? She talked. She was that girl. Um, I thought I was rich because I had Amazing Ali. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember this thing. Yes, I thought I was rich. And it's funny that I had her and I was scared of Chucky. And, like, I had this talking doll. And when I tell y'all, I never disrespected Amazing Ali. Like, <laughs> Because I thought I was so scared that she was going to like clap back. Like, that head she was spinning around. She slept on my bed. Like, I respected her. I held her tight at night, leaving the room. I would say goodbye. Like, I did not play with Amazing Ollie, okay? 
Like, that was my girl. I was obsessed with her. And I thought, like I said, I thought I was rich because I had amazing Ollie. Not everybody had her. Like, that was my, my bitch. Like, that outfit, I thought her outfit was so cool. Like, I wanted that outfit. I wanted to dress like her. Like, I just thought she was just everything. But again, I felt it was so funny that my mom did not play. My mom made sure that I had the black one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her outfit was adorable. I was actually looking at p- different pictures on Google as you were talking. Mm-hmm. And she definitely came to serve with that turtleneck on. She definitely. And you know, if anybody knows, we know that I love a freaking turtleneck, okay? Yeah. that's. I'm like, damn. Ever since you was a kid, you was real, like, I... serious about turtlenecks. But this is an outfit that I feel like as a child, I would have wanted to wear too. I thought, like, Amazing Ali was that girl to me, okay? I was like, I really thought I was just, like, that bitch because I had And you are, to be honest, because, like, to, I, you're right. I did not see a lot of people with this. Like, I kind of forgot about this toy. I wonder if she's still um in my basement. That would be scary. She was in my basement for a minute. Um, oh, wait, say that again? I said, I wonder if she's still in my basement because she was in my basement for a minute. Oh my gosh. But I never, like I said, I never. So, Sabri, have you forgotten about me? <laughs> I'm like, oh no, girl, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to show you, I'm sending you to Beyond Pink, um, Teresa, too. I think I might buy her. Because, um, like, yeah. All right. So, that was a good run. Um, let me look at let me look at what you just shared with me really quick. Oh, that's yeah, that's so you, <laughs> the rocker Barbie. Um, so for me, this is so weird. But when I was a kid, I wanted to um, I really wanted to do hair. I wanted to be a hairstylist. So my dad bought me like this Barbie head, right? You know, like a little Rapunzel type of thing, and I. T- it was like looking at it and he can tell like I was trying to act thankful, but I didn't really want it. And he's like, what's the problem? And I was like, well, this is not really the mannequin head that people practice how to do braids on because of the hair type. Like, I can't really wash this hair. Like, this is not I wanted you. I wanted the mannequin head that the actual hairstylist used. So my dad was like, okay, cool. You can keep that. He literally went to the hair supply store and got me a mannequin head. And that was like, in a way, when I look back on it, I think that was my emotional support doll. Because every day after school, I would be braiding and unbraiding that doll's hair, washing it, adding grease to it, adding conditioner to it. And you know me, like I love playing in hair. Like that's just something I've always liked my whole life. And that, that doll taught me how to braid. Like I, I just remember coming home, like turning on the Bernie Mac show, watching everybody loves Raymond, like being on the phone with my friends, braiding that doll's hair. Sometimes I have a friend over. She take one side of the doll hair. I take another side of the doll hair. I will cut it, trim it. Like it just was really fun. And I'm happy that my dad like always took my hobbies like very seriously like that. Um, the next um is another another banger coming through for my dad. It was a Barbie cash register. Yes, I remember that. Oh, remember where you can get you can like you had a little coupons. Yes. You could scan the, I love buttons. <laughs> I just 
just love the buttons when I was younger. Like, I really can't even explain it, but I just loved it so much. And like having that with the coins and the cash, like it was just, it just kept me busy for a really long time. Some toys are like boring after one hour or two hours of playing with it, but that toy, it never got old. Like I would play it, play it with my cousins, like with my little brothers by myself. I just really, really like that, um, that toy. The next um is the My Scene doll. I yes, I'm I looking for a My Scene doll. I'm looking for Madison actually at a reasonable price. Madison and I also really like Chelsea because when I was a kid, I always loved any I loved anybody with like red hair and I also loved when black girls had like blonde honey blonde hair. Uh obviously my love for Beyonce. <laughs> um so it was just like those two dolls I I just love so much and I don't know, like some I had every doll. Like I've had Brett's dolls, I had my scene dolls, I forget those other dolls, like with the real big heads. I had one named Nikki. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Sabrina. They got big shoes and big heads. The like, Diva Diva Stars? I think it was Diva Stars, yes. So like I literally have had every single type of doll, but Barbie and my scene dolls remain my favorite, especially the my scene fashion. I would go play the game on the computer all the time yes. and be like, period. Like, I'm about to dress my doll up um, and her boyfriend because they about to go on the ski trip date. Like this is why I'm delusional now because of games like that, like romanticizing girl girlhood and womanhood and relationships. And I'm like, I really feel like I have like my scene dolls and like Barbie to thank for that because it was such a like hyper glamorous like lifestyle they were painting yeah. and there's some debate about whether that was good or bad for girls and I'm sorry I think it was good for me personally because <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a wild imagination and some of us just take on the I mean being a woman is hard for sure but also it's very fun it can be very fun when you just stop thinking about what other well what other people think. Yeah. If it's silly or not. It's just really fun. And I feel like my scene and like Barbie, that was like the gateway for me to be like mm-hmm. very, very girly and just wallow in it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then finally, Baby Alive. I was one of those kids who loved to take care of babies. So by the time I had a baby alive, I was probably about six or seven years old. I was very young. But it was like crazy because this dog came with diapers. This dog came with um like this type of food you can make. And then you put the food in the baby mouth, squeeze the stomach, it will poop it out. You put water in the bottle, make it drink, squeeze the stomach, it will pee it out. Um, I remember I had a swing set for this little baby. And I also remember there was some controversy during the time about is it okay? Are we breeding young girls to be mothers? Yeah. And I'm like, some of us want to like it. <laughs> I loved having the baby alive. Like, I really felt like I was taking care of something that was like my baby. Um, but and we'll get to this in the Barbie movie. Like Barbie was more elevated because like when you have a baby doll, they can only be a baby. Yeah. Right. But Barbie can be like any, all these different things. It's not stuck in this like babyhood, but it is fun. It was fun to me, like taking care of, like I would bring baby dolls to school with my friends and I'd be like, where are your daughter at? <laughs> that is so funny. Cause I never liked the baby dolls. I, I like Barbie. Oh my God. 
me and all my girlfriends had like daughters and i'm like where's your daughter at? and they were oh i left her home like and that was what we would do at recess we would all be like mothers together <laughs> yo it's so crazy but anyhow um <laughs> that's those are my favorite toys uh one honorable mention there was like this digital journal that made me feel again like such a girl on like the movies because you like put all your secrets like i have a crush on rush on in the uh <laughs> journal and then you you have like a secret word like popcorn to open it so yes, I, my so mindset cute. was like i can write anything i want in this journal my mom won't be able to see it but how about one time my <laughs> little brother who at the time was probably about seven years old he pried open the journal <laughs> that's creepy so i'm like actually it wasn't as secret and safe as what i thought but it was a really cool concept like a secret <laughs> journal that you can hide from like your bratty brother and your nosy parents <laughs> i loved it i feel like my honorable mention obviously would be the bread style head um everybody know that i am definitely a brett's girly um up and down um that brett's doll head literally is the reason why i look the way i do because i really I used it. to stare at her and be like that's how i want to look that's how i want to look that's how i did and guess what i got my wish shout out to the toys that shaped our girlhood shout out to them her so let's get into toast for assists, huh? Yes. So this week, I'll I'll let you take it away with Viola Davis. So Viola Davis decided to stand with the actors and the writers who are on strike right now, which is a big thing because she is a big name, and she's saying that yeah, everybody deserves equal pay everybody deserves health care and it just really matters because she's a big name and her name makes it shake so mm-hmm. shout out to her for standing with you know people the who consider it like the little people yeah for sure because like what was her quote about how like there are some people where you only recognize their faces. Oh, so that wasn't her quote, but it was, I don't forgot okay. who it was. I saw somebody on Twitter say it, but let me know who said it. But uh, the quote was, the people who are going to, the the people that this is going to affect are, I mean, sorry, the people who names you know, they're fine. But the people, like the actors you know by um, face, they're the ones who are going to suffer. Mm, yeah that's really deep and i feel like that that deep in my understanding of like who this really impacts so i that was a really like powerful quote um and we also want to do a pray for assist uh for jasmine sullivan because she recently lost her mother and if you are a fan of jasmine sullivan you know like her mother that was her right hand that was her friend her mother was battling cancer and i just can't imagine what she's feeling right now so i'm praying for her strength um right now and then just sending so much love yes yes so much love to jasmine sullivan and sending a lot of love to you all like i don't know if it's just me and sabria but there was a it's a lot of l's that i feel like we took this week like we just found out about angus cloud we just found out about Wee herman it's just been a lot what's her name uh sinead o'connor yeah like it's just been a really rough time um i think a lot of people like have been going through 
things in silence. Um, the pandemic is quote unquote over, but the effects of it, plus just married with how crazy the world is, mm-hmm. is a lot. So, you know, never want to take, we never want to lack on taking the time to send you all love and support yeah. because it's just, this is rough right now. Yes. All right. So let's get into tea time now. Um, we told y'all this show is going to be a complete Barbie takeover, and we literally meant it. Mm-hmm. No so, joke. I mean, we saw the Barbie movie. It was like, I mean, I'm just blown away. Again, we got to head into some spoilers right now. So just if you haven't seen the movie yet, shame on you, one. <laughs> but two, just kidding. Um, just, you know, you might want to fast forward to the sunken place. Give us 20 minutes or so. Yes, yes, yes. Um, All right. What was I about to say? So, where are we starting? So, let's start with the movie theater incident. What happened? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot. Just that was like so that. alarming. That That's was the only so... Part. That has never, I'm going to say, all the movies that I've seen, that has never happened to me. That's so wild. So we get to the movie theater. Like, we're listening to the soundtrack. We got matching hoodies on. We both have come prepared. We have a full stomach because the menu didn't have no vegan options. So we were literally, I've never been more prepared to see a movie a day in my life, actually. Sabrina left work early, like crazy we get to the movie theater and everybody is like standing outside and they're pink we're excited and then this one lady and her kids her kids look so sad and she was like they had a power outage they shut down they're not letting nobody in the movie theater we've been standing out here for all this time sabria gasped like let out an audible gasp And I was just like, are you kidding me? I was just quiet because, like, as much as I know I love Barbie, I know I knew Sabrina was going to fall. I was just like, I'm like, I really don't want to make you any angrier. And like, I had my makeup done, and like, it was really, I'm like, I don't usually wear pink eyeshadow. Like, I had my makeup done, I had my doll with me. Like, I was just ready to go. It was a summer blockbuster, too. So it's not like you could just be like, all right, let me just go to the movies down the street. Like, we went on Fandango, and it was really hard to find, like, another movie where we wouldn't have the shittiest seat in the house, like the front row, or we would have to sit separately. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't do that. I do not sit separately at the movie theaters. That And that's what the other family was saying that they was that was going to end up happening to them. That yeah. they was going to have to sit, like... um separate places from their kids we scanned we scanned we had sabria's mom on three-way yes i called my mom that's the first thing i did was call my mom mommy answer (laughs) (laughs) we all looked and thank god shout out to the king of prussia um because we was able to find um um uh, a ticket out there and it was really nice and it wasn't even overly packed i think they added that show in last minute yeah and they had m- multiple theaters playing the movie yeah i think that's what happened because it was so like when you came to the movie theater and you, you know when you walk in the, the area where you can get the the, the snacks what's that the concessions and stuff mm-hmm. see it pink everybody was wearing pink everybody in their mom was wearing pink and it just was like so 
amazing to see. Like it was really, really cool. Yes, it was. I loved it. I thought it was so cute. I'm like, everybody's getting excited. Like, like, oh, love it, love it. But to your point, that has literally never happened before. <clears throat> that has never happened. That was so wild. I'm like, of course, a blockbuster damn movie. <laughs> and like, I everybody know how I am about points. So I'm like my AMC and like I only been going to AMC theaters because I like AMC theaters and I'm just like great. But it ended up being a little adventure like we was able to continue to listen to the soundtrack and we made it to the other theater just in time and it was a fun experience. I really love to see how like um like how that's a new thing like people getting dressed up to go to the movies and like it's just like bringing the movie experience back which i I feel like barbie it was like full swing but it was it's not funny but like the we had already heard the bad news but it was these little kids like maybe early 20s late teens maybe about 19 years old they pull up in this BMW with the top down, like vintage BMW. They had all this pink on. I think they was listening to like Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj, the Barbie, you know, little soundtrack song. And they were so hyped to go in. And I put the window down and I was like, yo, I'm so sorry. But, you know, (laughs) I broke the bad news. I was just like, I'm becoming my mom. Like being hyped to share the bad news with people. (laughs) They said, what? I'm like, yeah, y'all can try where we, you know, where we going. But I don't really know what to say other than that. Yeah, the only thing when we got to the theater, I'm like, what? No reclining chairs. Because I had a plan. I thought my dog was going to sit next to me, like, whatever. Like, that's what I was envisioning my feet up. But when I saw it was no reclining chairs, I'm like, what's this, honey? No, the, this ain't the Oscars, I mean, I baby. That should be standard at this point. That's the one thing I think that I really like that movie theater. It's probably one of my favorites, but that's the one thing I would add is that they need to um, add in some reclining chairs. Yeah, because I was just like, I felt like when Nene was like, all right, refrigerator? Like, I really felt it. <laughs> yeah, it's very old school, but... You know, nonetheless, we did get the movie. We did sit together. Our seats were phenomenal. And um, we at least got vegan popcorn, which is one thing we wouldn't have got at AMC. So for all the vegans out there, what's it called? United Artists, uh, you can get vegan pop. The popcorn's vegan, but not at AMC. Well, actually, AMC, you just ask for no, like, you ask for nothing on it. That's no fun. Yeah. The butter is artificial at United Artists. That's why you can't eat it, so... Um, and I like the buttery part. Like, I don't want bare popcorn. Like, that's just no fun. Um, anyway, we get there, you know, the movie comes on and like, I guess we could just start with like general just thoughts and feelings after watching the movie. Um, so I liked it. I, I like when thing I thought fit. Oh, sorry. I can't talk. I felt like. Is something that I would have really enjoyed as a teenager. As an adult, I liked it because I loved the colors. I thought they did a really amazing job with Barbie Land. I love that they use practical effects for uh, all of the things and not, you know, special effects. Like even when it was going from Barbie Land to the real world, those were all practical effects. It was none of it was special effects, which I thought was really cool. That made me very excited because I'm such a big fan of practical effects. 
Um, I thought the costuming was amazing. Um, I really, as somebody who is a doll collector, I really love the attention to detail and also like the little Easter eggs of like dolls who were like discontinued. And I loved during the trailer, I thought this was my least favorite character, but I really loved the weird Barbie because that is so fucking cool to think of like, because there are kids who do stuff like that to their doll. Like for instance, my emotional support doll, her hair is fucked up. Like I have not, I don't, I don't remember the last time I washed this doll's hair. Like her, she has no shoes. Um, her thighs are, everybody knows if you a doll collector, over time, the doll's hips and like their knees, their, um, the, um, articulation will loosen, will get weaker. My doll's hips are fucked up. So like, she always does, like she, she, yeah. So she could do the splits like how the weird Barbie was doing. And I thought that was so That's funny. Crazy. I thought that was so funny. Like that was such a good attention to detail because that is literally something that happens when you have dials over time. Because even when like I'm buying dials, they'll say the joints, like they'll say loose joints or something like that because over time the dials joints will get loose. So I thought that was such a good attention to detail and also like how adopt like the fact the way her makeup looked and how her hair was because like you know some kids like to cut their dolls hair and like just to draw on their faces and like I just thought that was so cool that like she was the weird Barbie because she was played with too hard in the real world like I thought that was so funny um also um the fact that like Barbie was going through all this stuff because like um America Ferreira's character was like um like her emotions were going on to her so she was feeling all that and again like not to keep on saying it but as a doll collector I feel like that was just really cool like something to think about especially with like a lot of doll collectors we have dolls who are like quote-unquote her emotional support dolls um so I thought that was like a real like oh and also like going in I didn't know what the movie was going to be about because they never really made it clear but some people are like oh I knew it was going to be some feminist bs blah 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 so what I want to say about that is that yes some of the feminism points were very like on the nose very like dated or whatever but not to be rude, the movie was not for people who were are on chronically online. Um, if I wasn't somebody that was on like Tumblr since a teenager, there is a lot of things about feminism, like basic, like that is like basic feminism that was the in the movie. I wouldn't have known about that or any of those themes if I wasn't on those social media platforms. Like that's just being honest. And I feel like the like america for speech and like the you know the feminism and like the joke being about the patriarchy and all that stuff like that i feel like those were those things were for people who have no basic knowledge of what feminine feminism is or like they don't understand patriarchy i feel like it was very like for people who just have no clue and the movie was rated pg-13 like i said i was thinking about our perspective of i would have loved this like if I was a teenager, this would have been my shit. Like, I would have been like, oh my God, this is like my go-to movie. I'm obsessed. I'm per like, for me, like <laughs> my weird ass, like when I was a teenager, my go-to movie, like would be like Shrek or like the Scooby-Doo movie. Um, or, or like Juno. Juno. 
um, or like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like those were like movies where, cause I love stuff that looks like cartoons. Like that's really my favorite thing when like real, and also like a Gregor Rocky movie called Nowhere. So I love when like real stuff looks like very cartoony. So a lot of my favorite movies growing up were things that looks like cartoony, but some of the movies that I like had like very heavy topics. Like mm-hmm. Juno was a very heavy topic. Everybody knows Gregor Rocky movies are like very heavy. Pee-wee's Playhouse, I mean, Pee-wee's Big Adventure was not, it was very silly and like um Shrek and like Scooby-Doo, very silly movies, but like some of these movies are like very heavy topics, but like very colorful. So that's why I like them as a teen. And it would have been nice to have something like this as a teenager because I'm like, okay, it's something I grew up with. It's something that's like lighthearted and it's like a gateway into like these themes. So I feel like um, when we criticize and like watching things, I feel like we need to think of like the bigger picture and think of things in steps and like it's something that I'm very passionate about as somebody who um who wants to be a filmmaker who wants to be a writer that like things are like you know split off into like audience and like people like when they write or when they direct they really think of like who they have in mind you know it's good to have something that's for good for all audiences mm-hmm. and like that everybody can like you know relate to and love but then there's one core like target audience that people really think about and like I feel like people often forget about teens especially teen girls um and especially in this era of teen girls because I feel like it's always be every every decade every era whatever is hard being a teen girl and I, but I feel like very like now it's especially hard because I feel mm-hmm. like everything is just like hyper like you have to be an adult like instantly and like as somebody who is very who's 31 who collects dolls who collects Hello Kitty stuff who's obsessed with Sam Rio and like it's like I'm very comfortable with who I am and like I love the fact that I collect dolls and like I get excited about new doll releases and like I have my wish list of dolls and like I'm thinking about my how I want my doll room to be when I you know am able to afford a house. I feel like that section of girls are often forgotten and I feel like with this generation they may feel uncomfortable or they might feel like they don't want to express that they're into certain things or like that may seem childlike because it's not cool or it's not like you can't be you can't be a baddie you can't be this hot girl on tiktok you can't be this hot girl on instagram if you're into these like weird things and they there are you know teen girls um or you know teen femmes who are like into like sanrio and like collect dolls still but you know they're still like a niche group and they're incredibly brave yeah and they're definitely incredibly brave like being different exactly they they are those they're like um or mean girls like janet (laughs) you know janet and the guy yeah janet's Um, in yeah janice ian like yeah. people like janice ian going to exist every single time yeah. but they're extremely brave they're outliers um and that's not the average teenage girl but i do think you're right i don't i feel like a lot of kids content is made for like parents and millennials in a way still yeah so i think that like barbie was it was of course you know relevant to us there were a lot of little insiders um in the same way that shrek was Mm -hmm. but the core audience was 100 percent you know like teenage girls like young the young girls um 
first and i i do notice that they don't have a lot of sh- movies like mean girls like super bad like juno like these coming of age or like you know movies that are meant to catch your attention with bright colors i think disney plus does a great job and i even think things like the little mermaid are great but mm-hmm. that's really for like a younger demographic yeah and i feel like it's like even though barbie the barbie movie was like very pretty i feel like it was like in some part for like the angsty teen girl um mm-hmm. which i was a very angsty teen girl but i still loved like pretty things um and like glamour and like I still love that, but I was just like a very angsty or like existential person. I feel like the character, even though like good, as I get older, like it kind of annoys me watching characters like this. But like it's only annoying, I think, because I know that I was somewhat like that. Like America Ferrer's daughter, Sasha. Yep. I feel like that's the character that I feel like I was most. But it was like I was like that, but I also loved things like Barbie. I love Brat Styles. Um, but like, I feel like at around that age, I like, um, I like was kind of growing out of Barbie and I was like more privy to like going with brats and like Monster High because Monster High came out when I was 17. So I'm like, oh, these are like angsty stuff. And like, this is like things that are different. It's weird. Like, you know, that bubbly, like, you know, blonde, you don't get it. Like, you know, it just, I feel like I, if I, my younger self could definitely identify with the character, it would definitely be that character and how she like you know came around and turned around and like I as I get older and I don't know it's probably because like I want to be a filmmaker um I am okay I realize that some things are just not for me and also um looking at the patterns like how Greta um great had Lady Bird like I feel like she has a soft spot for teen girls so I feel like it makes sense like how Barbie was set up like, I get it for some people, especially my age, like, think that, like, you know, the feminism was like, it, like I said earlier, it was too on the nose. It was corny. It was, it was too, in, the, it was too like, on the nose. And, like, it was just, like, very, like, like early, not, like, early 2010s. Like, and I get it. Like, I've heard that's all stuff before, but, like, I just want to reiterate, like, a lot of people haven't. Like, you would be so surprised, like, just talking to a co-worker of all like the basic things like if you say the word patriarchy like outside of the internet a lot of people don't know what you're no. talking about they don't know what like you're they talking really about. don't know what There's you're talking a huge about gap it is like people who are chronically on the internet and the rest of the world it is like you may think that everybody around you know a certain thing because you and your mutuals discuss it, but like there is just such a gap between like with, with knowledge and also like a lot of what we're talking about, there's still theories. Like a lot of folks take on conversations that are meant to challenge your ideas fully as the truth and the law. And like that's not going to help you in the world because like. In the same way that you have a theory, somebody else has a theory too, and it's based on their their experiences. And you know, of course, when it comes to things like our rights, that's not a valid excuse. But when it comes to things like, like for example, you shouldn't have baby dolls because it's breeding little girls into being mothers. But that's your opinion. But then some of us say that girls. Some of us can say that little little kids get to decide what they're interested in and if a little kid regardless of their gender 
is excited by caregiving and caretaking, then that's not, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But I think the problem, of course, comes in when it's like only okay for one gender, when it's only, you know, okay when, you know, the parent wants it to happen too. But it's just like, it doesn't have to be universally bad. Like, go a little bit deeper. I feel like sometimes people hear the like opposition side and then they don't go any deeper into how this could also not be that. And that's how I felt with the Barbie movie. Like, I personally loved it. I really, really loved the movie. I love that it was like a ode to like Barbie from a certain era, but also like, you know, channeled in some like 70s, some 80s, some 90s, because it, it wasn't just about right now. Like the whole thing is that Barbie is like decades old, has crossed like a lot of, you know, children's like um experiences and so it needed to sum that up but ultimately i felt like the movie like captured a lot about like just how you never will feel perfect enough as a woman yeah i i really enjoyed that um you know that that part (coughs) where like barbie aka margot robbie who was perfect who was absolutely perfect real life barbie like real life stereotype barbie you know she but to be perfect to be the stereotype of a woman to be a white blonde thin blue-eyed barbie and to still feel like you're just being broken down like america first said there is no hope for the rest of us because you were literally created out of the male gaze (laughs) like you were really created as the standard of beauty and to know that even the creator of barbie didn't even look like that you know so it was was just like uh to me it, it was like i think it's really hard to give a speech about how women feel because some days like i may feel something but i don't really want to speak on it because i'm just like it's so layered i don't even know where to begin with how i feel i don't want to complain i don't think anything i can say could actually capture how i feel but i felt like when um america made that speech about womanhood like you can't do this you can't do that like i it was really hitting home for me i think it's hard to to do a speech about womanhood and not sound corny you know but it was like very empowering uplifting and i'm just like I, I personally am not paying I'm not paying attention to the feminism like talk whatever it's your opinion everything could be like criticized but it was a good movie and not everything has to be like it would t- I'm sorry it would take the fun away if they went too deep into feminism <laughs> it would just take all the fun away from the movie it like it's not about like oh barbie had negative effects on people and so did every pop star from the early 2000s right like it all did like thinness y'all gotta let that shit go yeah you have to let it go i never cared like it's crazy because like barbie is something that like i just never cared like i never looked at it i mean granted i did want to look look like a breast style but honestly like that was something that not to sound crazy but that was something that was like achievable like for me, like and that was also something. like the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I watched that shit every year religiously, and did it make me want to like work out more for sure? But I, I also knew that like I was never. My problem was that it's not that I would never look like these women. At the time, my problem was that okay but what else because they're not the only beautiful women like i do think all these women are beautiful i do think all these women have phenomenal bodies mm-hmm. i am not going to bash them for being thin and tall like i'm just not going to do that but i just wish that there was some 
like, you know, versatile versatility. And like, I feel like we've gotten to that point, obviously not where we need to be yet in fashion and in, you know, the Barbie movie, but I, I, I just feel like so much progress has been made. You know, it's been so much progress made as far as like representation is concerned. Like, look at all the different Barbies in the movie. Mm-hmm. We got Issa Rae as the president. We have a plus size girl. We we have all these different representations from like the Kins. So I just I just don't think that this movie is what it might have been like in the early two thousands. You know, in the early two thousands, let's be for real, it wouldn't have been no plus size girl. We might have had Gabrielle Union play one Barbie, um, but she wouldn't have been the president. And if there were any kins, they would only be like, they would be biracial and it wouldn't be no like Asian kin, like being one of the, like, it's just a lot of things. I feel confident saying that shit wouldn't happen. Like it wouldn't happen. Like even 10 years ago. Yeah, that's very true. So Um, yeah, I I just, I really did enjoy it. Some of my favorite moments were like, uh, we're just um I'm about to say Ryan Reynolds, but uh what's his name? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. He really ate. Like I have to say, I'm willing to eat my words. Like I was because I, I didn't know what the movie was about. So Me I neither. just was like, what? But he was so good as Ken. He was perfect. He was hilarious. He is the perfect himbo. Like it was just he I could watch just him on a reel. He was so funny, and me and Sabrina both got our I Am Knuff hoodies. <laughs> Did you get yours? Actually, I'm about to buy it now. I forgot. Yes, girl, get it. Well, it's on pre-order, so it's not like you get it anytime soon. Yeah, but I'm so scarred from Intel Creation, because that's where I be getting my dolls from. Oh, but really? it's not the doll. Yeah. I never ordered anything from there before, but... I I just I got the I am Kenneth uh like hoodie because it just was so soon as I saw him wearing that I, like the thing is he was wearing me out in that movie I was <laughs> laughing too hard at everything he did and I hate to be that person in a movie that's like everything is funny but for real it really was funny to it me was I thought so, everything it was he did just was like hilarious. come on <laughs> so serious <laughs> and also like the you know like the comparing and contrasting of like how you know and obviously the real world like men were in charge and women were kind of fighting (laughs) for like you know women are fighting for like you know equality and then in a barbie world like you know women rule and the men kind of were just there to be supporting characters and to love the, the the women like seeing that like be flip-flopped and realizing like yo we really do live our lives like kins in a lot of ways yeah like we really women really do live our life lives like kins and it also just like when i saw the kins like dominating and ken told barbie you don't like how yeah you don't like how it feels right you know it just makes you realize like when you want balance the wrong answer is trying to overpower the other party and then make yourself the new master because that'll never work either yeah you know but it was so funny like the montage of like when he found out like men like ruled like that shit took me out because it was so dumb so i was like hello sir and he got acknowledged he was like oh what i'm being acknowledged oh what a, yeah he was wearing me out too Yvonne. he was wearing me thin we was cracking we was giggling our asses off also just like the look in his eye, like when somebody is just like, like when they, like his outfit changes, like when he had on that fur, like 
with the fanny pack, like that was just too much. I couldn't take it. I couldn't yeah, take it. And the being the scarf, it's just it was just amazing. <laughs> and Sublime, come on, that was just like I did not expect that. <laughs> The way me and Sabrina looked at each other and started howling. Why would like, he say that word? Who uses that word? That's it's so the thing. Corny. Who uses that word? His idea of manhood is funny as shit to me. Like horses. But when he found out that shit killed me, when he found out it wasn't about horses, he was over it. He didn't want to do it anyway. <laughs> but you know it's crazy. The one thing I do love about this movie. It's like Barbie didn't like she didn't give in to him because he <laughs> liked her and he was nice. Yeah. And I feel like that is such an important lesson for the young girls to receive. Like, <laughs> that really I feel like if the young girls are listening, that's one thing I want you to take in. You don't have to give in to a relationship just because someone is handsome, just because everyone else like him, just because he's nice yep. to you, just because he's going about if you don't want it, that's it. That's not how relationships work. So I just really appreciated that it ended on the note of like I love you, but I don't want to be with you. I actually want to be a human. Exactly. Like, that is definitely important. And, like, I just, it made me excited, too, because I'm like, you know, if I have a daughter, I'm like, I would love to watch this, but like, I would be that corny mom and be like, let's watch this with my teen girl. <laughs> yes, and I just love the um the transition of Barbie's character because she literally was like, I'm perfect. And I was a little worried about my sis at first because I'm like, <laughs> ooh, she like freaking out about cellulite. She freaking out about Birkenstocks. I felt very personally attacked because I was wearing Birkenstocks when she was like, ew, I'm not adventure girl Barbie. I'm stereotype Barbie. I don't really wear like, you know, flats. And I'm like, oh, I feel so ugly. But then at the end of the movie, guess who had the pink Berkies on? I was like, oh, because like I really, I go, I definitely felt a little bitter about this <laughs> until I saw her at the end put them back on. I was like, worried. Right. Man, I'm cracking up. Birkenstocks are cute. <laughs> they, they are. But honestly, I would when she said, "Would you rather go with the heel?" I was like, I would have been like the heel too. <laughs> Not to go on a damn adventure. I don't want the hill. What type of adventure? She was going from Barbie land to the regular land. True. But in my mind, if I was Barbie, I definitely would have said the hill. I guess, like, with her outfits, a Birkenstock would look pretty dumb. Yeah. Like, she'd be wearing, like, plaid, pink skirts and stuff like that. So it might look a little silly. She might have even preferred a little flip-flop or sandal. Yeah, but also, yeah, I think she had dial. So her adventure, she thinking, like, I'm not going to be walking. Somebody's going to. Or, or, you know, the Adventure Time Barbie, like the one that, like, kayak. She's a like, super tan with Never the purple shorts her. on. She's like, that's not me. I actually called um our friend Tori Adventure Time Barbie the other day. Because I feel like that's what she gives. I'm like, you are Adventure Time Barbie. I've been thinking about that. Like, who's who? Who's what Barbie? Like, which Barbie do you think you are in um, the movie? In the movie? That's hard. Because I would say there's no, like, rocker chicks. Probably like I mean, you can make it up. Um, me, I would definitely be probably there's these new Barbies out where it's called Barbie Extra. I definitely am Barbie Extra. 
for sure. I'm about to send you the picture of the one I am. Yes, I need to see it. I'm definitely Barbie Extra. I hate the thing. I hate that Barbie Extra. The dolls don't have names. Um, but yeah, I definitely would be um, Barbie Extra for sure. Okay. I feel like sometimes I definitely give Adventure Time Barbie and how I dress, like you know, True. cargos, Birkenstocks. But also sometimes I feel like when I'm having nervous breakdowns, I'm definitely stereotype Barbie. <laughs> I'm definitely just like the regular Barbie just wants things to go regular. I'm quirky up. That's definitely me. Yeah, no, I feel that too sometimes. Um, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I'm definitely Barbie extra. I'm about to show you the one that I'm on. Wait, this on her at Rite Aid? I was like... But, you know, ultimately, I, I it was it was so good. I think I'm going to go see it again sometime next week. Just because I miss it, like seeing other people talk about the movie. Um, don't judge me. I'm also going to go see Oppenheimer. Yeah. That's, I literally, when I tell you I have no interest, I'm like, that's for the men. I'm nosy. When everybody else is talking about something, I want to see it. That's just how I am. Yeah, that's true. I really. Oh, Siri, this is so you. <laughs> you definitely are a Barbie extra. I want this doll so bad, too. I might get her. I love it. Wait, she rule. They get Wait, what'd you say? I'll say, doesn't she rule? Wait, right aid take after me? Shout out to them. Okay, right aid. This Barbie's at right aid? Yeah, they do sell dolls. Um, but you know what's crazy? I used to get so many toys from right aid when I was a kid. I think I told you that. I used to I always ask my dad to take me to right aid so I could get toys. <laughs> yeah, they do. Sometimes they don't be like, um, sometimes they don't be there on the show. Mm-hmm. But, Oh, yeah, I'm getting this doll because I had one of her, but she was like very expensive. Okay, her. Get it, Diva. So, no. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, just shout out to Issa Rae, who's just so beautiful. And I was so happy to see her face throughout the movie. Like, Same. That's what I'm talking about. She really is a black Barbie. So gorgeous. She's very gorgeous. Wow, we really went in on the Barbie. We told y'all. I really had a lot to say because I just was like looking at a dinner. And again, I'm not mad at people for not liking it. But I'm just like, think about this perspective. Think about it. Because I was thinking about this the other day. So I watched this movie. I've been wanting to see it for so long. I finally watched it. I forgot that I was subscribed to Stars. I've just been paying for it for three years. And I forgot. But anyway. um, Anywho, I, I watched this movie called Fantasy Island. Um, which is based on it's a seventy show called Fantasy Island. This is a Bloom House, so it's like a horror movie based on Fantasy Island, which I feel like is a cool concept. So I'm like, okay, like I want to see this. So I watched the movie and I read some of my everybody know I'm obsessed with Letterbox. I read some of my friends um on Letterbox their reviews of the movie. And literally everybody was like one star, except for one of my friends. Everybody was like one star. This movie sucks, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Iman said, me, got to see it through, my boy. Like, I, when it comes to a movie, if it's, like, if I know a movie is real bad if I stop watching. Like, I just got to see it through. I'm sorry. I got to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm watching Fantasy Island, mainly on my phone all the time. And I'm just, like, this movie, like, it reminded me of, like, an early, it came out in 2020, but it reminded me of, like, an early 2000s horror movie where it's, like, why did they make this? Um, it just wasn't good to me personally, but like I understood who it was for. 
So I wasn't too mad about it. I was like, it's just not for me. Like, I know exactly who this is for. It's like people who, there's an actress in there named Lucy Hale. It's like, if you love Lucy Hale, you're excited to see her in this movie. Um, If you like movie with humor where people are like bitches and boobs like it's for you like I just knew exactly who it was for and I'm like sometimes movies like this just have to be made because you know everybody needs to be you know catered to why do I say like that I say catered to but like everybody needs to be catered to um but it just wasn't for me personally um but I wasn't too mad at it and like now that I want to be um not now that I want to be since I, you know, my ultimate goal is to be a filmmaker, I'm, like, trying to, like, think more, like, what is, who is this for? And, like, of course, if I don't like something, I don't like it, and it's okay, you don't have to like everything, but, like, instead of, like, me getting angry, like, this is bullshit, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, who is this for, and, like, is it really for me, and, like, trying to really think deeply of, like, why I don't like something, and why somebody else would like it. And, like, I feel like it's kind of bringing me peace now that I'm thinking like that. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that, like, you don't have to get so worked up all the time. Like, that's yeah. just the truth. You don't have to get so worked up. Especially because, like, I think as you get older, you start getting more things to actually be worked up about. Is you have to pick your battles. Like, yeah. I can't afford to get this angry over a damn movie that was really not inflammatory. Like, there are some movies... Like, that are really, like, really, like, when Zoe Saldana was, like, Nina Simone. Sorry, that pissed me off. And that always will because I'm just, like, it's just anti-black to, you know, paint somebody else a different color versus giving. And it's just erasure to everything Nina Simone herself stood for. So I think you got to save your energy for when when art and media is that disrespectful. When things... I mean, it's just, you can't get mad about everything. Yeah. And a lot of the times when people are mad about things, I'm like, I'm sorry, you just don't have enough on your plate. You, you, I mean, you got, you don't got enough responsibilities in your life. <laughs> Cause this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yes, y'all let us know your thoughts on Barbie. Um, we would love to hear it. Um, we literally would love to hear it. So make sure you write us on the socials in the black girl brunch email, black girl brunch at gmail.com. Um, so we're going to wrap up with the sunken place this week. Um, and we'll, we'll get back with y'all next week for our common sense, sis. Yeah, because we really went in, like, I did not, I don't think we've ever went in on a tea time like that before. It literally be that way. Like, we just needed it. We just needed to go in. But, um, so for, um, this week's sunken place, I know we've, we've said this a few times before, but we just had to go back into, like, how terrible staying culture is right now. In my opinion, it's getting worse. It's ruining the musical experience. Like, it it's is. okay to be a fan, but to be at to act out and to be a minion and to be <laughs> a soldier over somebody who's singing your favorite song is crazy. And like I personally would like to hold like the celebrities in charge of whatever stands accountable because i feel like there's a reason why certain people are like for example we've heard of high like we're big beyonce fans right we're um big rihanna fans i'm a big victoria monet fan i'm a big like SZA fan but i'm not in any way about to physically fight insult or argue really over them because i'm like if i see you talking about beyonce online 
I might like talk about you on my podcast, but other than that, like I'm not gonna say anything to you because I know I my personally I'm like you're crazy, you're a weirdo, you're a hater. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say anything to you. Yeah. But like people are now showing up to artists shows and like throwing water at them in the name of their fave you know or somebody says an honest answer and now it's like oh well let me now now let's fat shame maya the don you know now let's like attack and attack and it's just like i think that the celebrities should be like y'all chill stop yeah i feel like beyonce if, if things start getting out of hand she would make a statement like, I do not condone this type of behavior, no, you know, from anybody. I'm going to encourage my fans to do better. Same with Rihanna. I'm going to encourage my fans to do better. But I think that these celebrities don't deserve the loyalty that they have. I don't think that they deserve it. I don't think that they're mature enough to know what to do with that type of admiration and that power. And they play on people's, like... I mean, I'm just going to say, like, some people don't know any better and they never will know any better because their life is what other people are doing. It's not what they're doing. So they're Mm going to always do the most for a celebrity because they're doing the least for themselves. So it's like you need to, you know, tap into these people who really may not know better and say something. Yep, that's very true. And also, like, you doing these acts, it's not going to make them love you. Like, it's not going to make them love you. Like, it's so weird. Like, you're not going to be, like, you're not going to get a kiss on the forehead. You're not going to get a hug because you, like, call somebody, like, a fat bitch or something like that online. Like, it's just not going to do anything. Like, it's not barely even going to get you a follow in some cases. Like, honestly, it's going, like... It's just so insane. Like, I remember I said something and it wasn't even crazy. And like Doja Cat stand started attacking me. It was so weird. And then another thing, um, I said this before on here. I said, like, made a joke about Nicki Minaj. Like, say I was like, oh, a senior mob or something. Everybody knows, like, I have a complicated relationship with Nicki Minaj, but at the very but at the very core mother like that's all i can say (laughs) somebody like messaged me to fat shame me and then i was like relax i was like you're first of all i clocked him i'm like you're a teenager i already know and i was like because i was a barb too and it was like oh really oh that's i was was a barb in high school too like you like chill like you are so kind and it was like because i'm not like i just was like i know they're a kid and i just felt like I'm not going to, I'm like, and also I am a fat bitch, but sometimes, but um, I gotta remember people, teenagers, cause you know, I really don't care. Cause I'm like, now here, here's, here you get a taste of what it's like to be an adult since you want to talk shit online. Yeah. And it's <laughs> you like, get your feelings hurt. Being now you might know a little bit better. You <laughs> might actually come differently because it's like, cause my fat bitch and then switching up and be like, Oh, Hey girl, that's yeah, crazy. They was like, your body is like, I just was like, I knew that's what it was. The thing is with me, I know that people will call me a fat bitch when they're mad. And I know that they will call me like stunning when they're not mad. So it's just like, it was just whatever. And I just knew automatically they was a teenager. And I'm just like, I'm just going to let you get off on this. Like, I just didn't really hear that much. Um, yeah, I can't stand these fans. And, like, I don't actually talk about celebrities or anything outside of close friends because 
when I say what I want to say, I don't want to engage. No, like, same. Since I, I started that, doing it. I don't, I only put on close friends because like I know that that's like a big trigger for me. Like if somebody just jumps into my conversation, like they know me. I know it's the internet, but I don't care. Don't. It feels very personal because I'm not a person that gets a lot of engagement. You know what I mean? Like I talk to the people that I know on Twitter, and every once in a while I'll engage with somebody else, but I just mind my business. I don't really start no trouble i don't say spicy shit uh publicly because i don't want to be talked to so i feel like when people like come into my dms or like strong and wrong that really kind of sets me off so i'm like i i just have to know that about myself and talk about things that like you know, I'm not going to talk about Taylor Swift like publicly because I don't want to hear nothing from the Swifties. We're never going to agree. And that's okay. Yeah. You are in love with this woman. You relate to her and I will never, what's the word? I will never say that that's not real because I relate to Beyonce and I know how that feels. So I'm just like rock out with whoever makes you feel good. Whoever tells a story, like we're all not going to have the same story. We're not going to all be able to relate to the same things. And that's what our favorite artists do for us. They like make us feel seen. They, they inspire us. They make us feel like we're that girl. Um, so just respect that. Just respect that somebody else is a Swifty and you're not and just move on. You don't have to bring up, oh, but Beyonce, they different artists. Mm -hmm. They're different artists and they do like the numbers speak for themselves. That's just how I feel. Like, oh, Cardi B versus the bar. The numbers are speaking for themselves. And what they're saying is that two women can be legends at the same time. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Believe it or not. And I just feel like that that says so much that every time there's a woman that's, you know, popping, you got to always compare them. You can't, oh, Rihanna would have, but Beyonce would have, but, you know, <laughs> this person would have. It's like that, that to me is such a terrible sign of how society views successful women. There can only be one. And it sucks that so many of these artists actually take the bait. They yeah. really take the bait they and they do. let the their fans stir up like um, beefs. And that's why I say they don't deserve the spot like they have because they're not mentally mature enough to just read between the lines like they let it happen like lotto does something and they like oh ho, ho. what she say about ice spice it's like <laughs> are you kidding me like and not all girls have to hate each other yeah. they don't have to it's really not that hard to be a girl's girl like speaking as a girl's girl i you don't have to hate every girl you come across yeah. it's so it's disgusting. I'm over it. And it makes me concerned about the mental health of like a lot of young people. If me they too. think that it's okay to act out, be violent. Like, you know, I saw something today, trigger warning, like Angus Cloud passed away. Somebody literally retweeted it. It was like, wish it was Cardi. What? Oh my God. What the That's hell? Crazy. That That's crazy. That is crazy. That you wish somebody was dead that you do not know because of rap music. This is rap music this is not anybody fighting for their country this is not like a act this is not activism this is like this is like bodak yellow we talk about this is this is crazy that and i just want and this is what we're talking about with the chronic chronically being online people are losing themselves completely that is terrifying. Wow. That is terrifying. And if people say things like that, 
what do they say in someone's DMs? Yeah, because I was say that was honestly light work what that person said in my mm-hmm. DM. Because there's what not, do they say? Yeah. Like you know, probably threatening the lives of children. And yeah, like people are so sick and weird, and it's like to do that all in the name of like you said for somebody who who probably has enough money to pour back into your community and doesn't who mm-hmm. flexes on you. It's just a, it's just so it's a weird thing that I want. I just really want us to break out. Uh, and like not to sound like old head, but like music didn't used to be this polarizing. It yeah. literally brought people together. It did not separate them. Mm-hmm. And like I just feel like now, like you can catch yourself doing it. Even me. Like I remember I went to like this um what's it called Soul Cycle class, and I was like yes, it was like Rihanna, like you know mix, and this other person was like yes, you got to go to the Taylor Swift mix, and I'm like we're not gonna be friends, but I'm like Iman, stop it. <laughs> Just hear him out. Just hear him out. Like maybe, maybe the Taylor Swift is popping. Like why not make a whole assign him a whole personality? I'm like he is so annoying and intrusive. That's what and you know what's so. funny because like there's people who are Taylor Swift fans that I love. No, but that's I think when she came to town, I started realizing like some of my favorite people are Swifties, and I didn't yeah. know about that. And it's just like. I mean, I'm an adult, so I can control my thoughts. Like, I literally can think that, but I continued my conversation. I was just listening. I was like, oh, is that class good? Is that, like, I was thinking one thing, but my behavior <laughs> never reflected how I felt. The feelings are not bad. It's your behavior that people need to check and control. You can control that. I don't care how much you love Nicki Minaj. You literally can control how you behave towards other people. You can control that. hmm so it's just, um, I'll say it's just um, disconcerting, unfortunate. <laughs> no, for real, but it disconcerting. is disconcerting. I feel like that's what it, that's the word. Like I just want music to bring people together a bit more, and like for it to be seen as what it is. It's entertainment. It's not meant to be so serious. It's not meant to be like um, a political view. Like people take being a barb, like they be a Republican or something. Like it's it's crazy. Sick. Crazy. <sighs> praying for the youth, praying for the people. For real. But y'all, that wraps it. That's this week's episode of Black or Brunch. We hope you had a great time in the Barbie Palace. <laughs> Not you saying all oh, every time I see Barbie Palace. This is so cute. <laughs> well, seriously, we love y'all. Sorry, we we skipped the week. Hopefully, we're making it up, dropping a day early. Um, make sure you send us some really great, juicy listener letters to blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can reach us on the socials at blackgirlbrunch on Instagram, BLK Girl Brunch on Twitter. Make sure you sign up to the Patreon. Sorry, y'all. We haven't uploaded no behind the scenes in a minute, but I'm about to actually share some things now. Actually, I'm about to share like a little July recap. I was going to share it on the gram, but I'm going to just... I'm going to do it to Peloton instead, but Patreon. I'll, I'll show it on Patreon instead. Um, so make sure you um, you know, sign sign up there. It's a pay-as-you-wish model, so do whatever you want. But those um, those contributions help us to pay for the show and keep it going. So we're thankful yeah. for all our patrons um, every, every minute, every second, every day. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Iman Mate. Follow me on Twitter, Iman Mate. And follow me on uh Sorry, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Mama Follow me on Twitter at It's Mate. It's free. <laughs>
and follow me at frankenfem underscore on Twitter and it's frankenfem on TikTok and Instagram. All right, y'all. That's the show. Goodbye. Peace.